Welcome inside the newsroom. My name is Kelsey Bradshaw and I'm the news editor at the University Star. Today I'm here with Carly Porterfield, assistant news editor. Renaldo Leanos Jr., news director at KTSW 89.9. And Sarah Duran, news reporter for KTSW 89.9. All right, we're going on week two of our podcast. We're killing it right now. We're staying strong. I know tests are coming up and stuff, but we're here. We're doing it. We got some really fun headlines this week. The student government debate was on Wednesday. Uh, the, um, the University Star has a student government debate every year, and so Kelsey and I got to help do it this year. And it was a lot of fun. It was Wednesday night, and um, we had the presidential candidate Lauren Stotler and vice presidential candidate Tyler Burton both came and spoke. Um, they are both running, and... We have another presidential candidate, Abdul Muhaldin, but unfortunately he did not make it. So it kind of turned into more of a Q&A sort of thing. But it was kind of more relaxed. They just kind of answered questions concerning campus life and future legislation and things like that because last year, I don't, I feel like, Ray, were you at last year's debate? I feel like you were. Maybe. I don't think it's so. It's okay if you weren't. It's fine. Um, but there was like a bunch of candidates. I think there was maybe like eight people running for president. I uh. might be making that up. But there was more than just two. And so it was very, it was a debate. And they were trying, you know, people were trying to get to the microphone and talking. And it was very exciting. And this was just as exciting, but just a little more relaxed. And we just kind of got to see who they were more on like a personal mm-hmm. level. Because it kind of just felt like a one-on-one conversation with Lauren and Tyler. And they are kind of running on the same ticket together. So they had a lot of the same ideas. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of good. At least it's more relaxed. You kind of get to see what their personalities are like and just Mm -hmm. hear them talk about what's important to them instead of just kind of fighting back and forth. I think I attended the The debate last year year and it was... It got crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because I like told all my reporters that. I was like, come to this year's debate. Last year's was insane and all this stuff. And like... I maybe exaggerated because it was just a debate. But yeah, they definitely were talking about things that they want to do if they are elected next week. Um, They were just talking about reaching out to more organizations and kind of building a better relationship because they were saying in their Q&As that we did in the University Stars issue on Wednesday about how student government can kind of come off as like an exclusive organization sort of situation. And they that's not what they are. You know, they're, rep- they're representing students. They're representing us. And so they want to make sure, Lauren wants to make sure that if she's elected as president, she's going to email all the organizations she can email and try and go to all of their meetings and start building a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed with Lauren Stotler and her um kind of the things that she was running on. I'm very excited to see what happens next week. And she had a really cute blazer on. It was like white with black polka Mm -hmm. dots. I was totally into it. Her whole outfit was very cute. Better dress, better candidate. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) And she, um, they also were talking about like school spirit, which was something that I think every presidential and vice presidential candidate has talked about in their campaigns over the past few few years, because we have been bowl eligible for the past two years, but we have not gone to a bowl game. And a lot of that is student attendance and, and school spirit at those athletic games and events so they're really trying to increase that through committees and like bringing more attention to the athletics department yeah I'm interested to see how they're gonna implement that going into this new year just because I know that was something Tiffany and Sean had mentioned a lot Mm -hmm. during their campaign so I'm interested to see what's gonna happen and you know Tiffany was at the debate on Wednesday night and she was just kind of saying she was like you know I'm not leaving I just won't be the current body student body president and she still wants to be a part of SG in some way as a director a senator a committee chair something you know she has her full trust in Lauren and Tyler's ability to push student government for this upcoming year and she's just really excited to see what the future holds and I think we are too I think Mm -hmm. I don't know I think since maybe I was in the planning process of this debate I care more about it 
Um, because I know last year, only 2.9% of the student body population voted in the student government race. And we're a huge, huge school. We're the fourth biggest school in Texas. Wow. So that's kind of crazy to me. Yeah, no, definitely. I I would love to see more involvement, even though as someone who's not necessarily involved with student government, but I feel like just because we are such a huge university, we're not a yeah. small school, and to see that only three people are have applied and are running for these positions, it's kind of... Ooh, you yeah, know, like and, it, and it makes more sense to be like wanting to vote because mm-hmm. they do create change for us, for our yes. students. And like they, they speak for the students. That sounds very dramatic, but you know, mm-hmm. and so one of Tyler Burton's main initiatives was talking, he was talking about was getting a director of marketing that can like work well with other person, with other people and be very social. And so that way they can get the student government name out there and make sure that it's a good name that's being put out there. So that's something he really wants to do if elected. Right, and I think Lauren Stotler also talked about sending an email to every organization on campus to make sure that um, maybe she can go speak to their meeting and really get the word out there about student government. And I think that's great. I really hope that um, if they are elected, they'll be able to kind of bring in more participation in that aspect of university life. And so next week, voting will take place starting on the 16th. It'll end the 19th. And Stotler said, Lauren said she plans to run a full campaign regardless of Abdul's absence, um, kind of in his invisible campaign, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so that should be exciting to see what happens next week and see if more people vote this time around. Yeah, and whoever wins, I mean, it's going to not only obviously impact, like, the student body, you know, but it's also going to affect, like, student media as well, because either the people that are going to be, we're going to be working very closely with within, I guess, the next semester or semesters to come, you know, just because, I mean, they do so much for the student body, and, I mean, we're the outlets, you know yeah. what I mean, basically to kind of let people know also what's going on. I know when I, I, I was able to interview Tiffany Young, and she says that, like whoever takes over next like she really just hopes that they're in good contact with Mm -hmm. like student media or just like anybody to get the word out um yeah to get the word out as to what they're doing Mm -hmm. and then i know tiffany was talking about kind of like what she's been most proud of as president too yeah um i was also able to talk to her about that i kind of just asked her like what what was her legacy going to be you know and she said like one of the things that she was like most proud of was um the fact that she was able to um or now now able to like rep um to commend and say thank you basically to all the veterans during graduation and like at events like that just because they've done so much for um the country you know and they just want to they just wanted to make sure that they got um the credit you know right and it'll be fun to see if lauren and tyler do get elected what legacy they leave behind as well yeah definitely and just really quick i mean i know you said that the environment was a little bit different you know um what would you say is like one of the main concerns i guess from the students that like, or social media whenever they were asking questions? Was there anything that really stood out or just any? One thing that stood out to me is that someone on Twitter asked about parking. Mm -hmm. And um, although we didn't really get a firm answer on that from either of the candidates, um, they kind of mentioned, the Twitter user mentioned kind of um, limiting freshman parking options to give more for people who might be commuting. And although that we weren't given a direct answer, um, I think that's a great issue that I would love to see them address in the future. Especially because parking is always a big deal, especially for Texas State, because we have a a huge commuter population. So it'll be cool to see what they do with that as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. And then this yeah. month was Black History Month, or it is Black History Month. It is still February. <laughs> My bad, guys. Getting ahead of the game there. Yeah, and um, one of the stories that KTSW is working on, um, we have a reporter named Marcus Mingo, and he's taking kind of a look into, um, I guess, like police brutality, you know, and kind of like bringing it down to like the local level and seeing our interview. And he was able to speak to um, chief staff from the 
San Marcos Police Department. And he was just able to have that conversation about um, what issue, if any, you know, I mean, is there between the community and the police department, you know? And Chief Staff was saying that, uh, that San Marcos is about 5% um, black, you know, but I mean, it's obviously, it's an issue um, with like all cultures or just with everybody, you know? And it's definitely something we should all care about, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then Chief Staff was able to go into a little bit more detail about like whenever they're able to use like night, night sticks, tasers, and guns, and whenever they're allowed to use force. Cause I was just really curious, like, what protocol was for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Just cause. I mean, I was just naturally curious about yeah. all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And, you know, with the stuff that was going on in Ferguson and with the Eric Garner case and things like that, we did do an article, I think, last month about body cameras and what SMPD has going on with that. And I believe the number right now is 11 of them are using body cameras. And Chief Stop was saying if they do get funding for more body cameras, they're totally open to it. Um, so that was good to hear, I guess, would be, it was good to hear, yes, mm-hmm. um, that they would want to get body cameras, and I just think it would be a helpful thing. I do, too. Um, I also did a story about Ferguson last semester, and um, I did talk to Chief Staff a little bit, and he seemed very intent on um, kind of letting people know that there are things in place to prevent br- police brutality from happening. He told me, um, I'm sure some people remember, I think it was last year when a girl got her teeth knocked out mm-hmm. by a police officer. And I asked him about that, and he, he was quick to remind me that um, that officer did face um, punishment for that. And he just wanted to remind me that, like, I don't know, events in Ferguson don't necessarily like mean it's going to happen here. Yeah. And, um, he was just very quick to kind of, um, I guess, kind of ease any fears that anyone has. That's good. And, you know, another story we're working on, kind of more of a little featurey piece about Black History Month is our reporter, Blea Patterson. She's working on a story about the first three African-American students that came to Texas State once the school was integrated, and they've just got some really just very interesting stories about, you know, they had to have bodyguards on campus and stuff like that. So, you know, we none of us have ever, ever had to deal with that, and mm-hmm. so that'll be a really interesting look into what things were like back then. Yeah. Yeah, and um, one of our one of our headlines of the week um, is it's from that um, story of from Black History Month, and yeah, like like you said, um, Chief Staff is um, glad that they have body cameras and stuff, but he also like believes that that's not the only thing that'll like I guess fix or like you know what I mean like clear any kind of um, miscommunication or anything like that between the community and the police department. Um, Chief Staff says that I don't think body cameras are any kind of a magic bullet. They will capture some things where we look back and say you know it's nice to have that video footage and at the times they capture things because they're not all they're not although they're visual they can't capture perception. So it just kind of just shows that like I guess um body cameras and like this whole thing won't necessarily like fix the issue but it is kind of a good thing to start. it won't capture you know what the officer is thinking when Mm -hmm. he takes action when Mm -hmm. he or she takes action and then our quote of the week actually comes from our open carry article from this past week that Mr. John Wilcox wrote for us and the quote comes from Mike Cox who is a lifetime member of the Texas State Rifle Association and he is a constitutional carry supporter and he said in the middle ages if a if a horse-drawn cart ran over a peasant they would burn the cart and hang the horse and attribute it as having evil spirits that's just about what they've done with the gun and he was just kind of talking about how they've criminalized the gun and not the person Mm -hmm. and he's you know saying guns don't go off by themselves people do that and so we just thought that was a colorful quote to have for our quote of the week middle ages you know it was um i think that both sides of the gun debate can get very spirited very very spirited and that's what's been going on at the capitol in these past couple of weeks i know they were talking about campus carry this thursday morning so Mm -hmm. it'll just be interesting to see what happens with that yeah definitely 
And I know for next week, we've got some really fun stories coming up, as usual. You know, I'm always saying that they're fun, like it's surprising. <laughs> Every story is fun. News is fun. It's a good time. We've got a story about f- the Free Speech Zone coming up, where one of our reporters talked to some students from back in the 60s who they were protesting the Vietnam War, and they were told to leave by, like, a dean. And they didn't leave, and it was a silent protest. And so they were still just basically sitting there, from my understanding. And they got, like, kicked out of school, and, like, wow. it went into court, mm-hmm. and then all this crazy stuff happened. And they were called the San Marcos 10, and we'll have a really cool story on that. And I'm really excited about it. It's been a couple of weeks in the making, so right. that's awesome. I'm excited to see what happens there. Mm-hmm. Our reporter, Anna, who's working on it, has worked so hard, and I'm just really and excited really to see. really too. She's really excited. She is just great, <laughs> and I'm just so excited for this to kind of pay off for her, because I think it's going to be a great story. Sounds like a good one. And mm-hmm. then we also have a number story that I'm really excited excited about and we'll be finding um, out the breakdown of the number of units in all of the apartments being built in San Marcos versus our enrollment numbers so kind of just do we really need this many apartments because there's Mm -hmm. a new complex popping up it feels like every other day so that'll be interesting to look into as well. Yeah, and some of the stories that um, KTSW will be kind of, I guess, going into will be um, we're going to start a water series um, next week, and our repor- um, one of our reporters, Joe Teagle, is going to go ahead and, I guess, launch the water series, you know, and it's going to be a very, like, overarching theme and kind of look into the San Marcos and Central Texas, like, water issue right now in terms of, like, conservation, um, drought from, like, maybe the 1950s. People are comparing that to, like, the drought that was happening um, recently, and also just, like, the whole sharing and buying water issue as well, so... I'm really excited to, I guess, learn more about that as well. And then we have another great story coming up for y'all. Um, it's about fracking. And let's start the conversation. What is fracking? So I found a really great article about Denton. They're the first city in Texas to ban fracking wells. And so even though it doesn't necessarily compare to what the kind of problems we're having here in San Marcos, because we don't have any fracking wells, I just found out. But I'm interested to see what kind of opinions do our political parties down here have? What do the Republicans think about fracking and what do the Democrats think? So I think that's going to be a really interesting story and in look or insight to see what their opinions are about. So we're definitely really excited to see what they're going to say. So, yeah. All right, cool. Well, all of that sounds wonderful. We hope you guys will join us next week third week will be next week i'm excited (laughs) we're here everyone you guys look excited i know you guys can't see everyone around but everybody's (laughs) just jumping out of their seat so as always thanks for joining us this week on inside the newsroom be sure to look for us every friday on itunes soundcloud the university stars website and ktsw's website leave any questions or comments on either website or tweet at us using the hashtag newsroom txst don't forget to pick up the university star and listen to ktsw every week